0: Welcome to Ice Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Welcome, welcome to another week of Ice Flame and another Star Wars adventure. I'm super pumped for the day, and you guys probably see why shortly, but today's gonna be a fun one. And so it's Tuesday, July 21st, I believe. Yes, July 21st. And so, not July. I said that in the first uh, first episode of June here, June 21st, my bad guys, I'm getting ahead of myself, I don't know why I'm doing that, so it is June 21st, we got another Star Wars Adventure, I'm super pumped to dive into this with you guys and gals, and I think you guys are going to enjoy today, I know I'm going to enjoy today, uh, recording this here, and yeah, it's just going to be fun. So... As always, yeah, we're going to do another Star Wars adventure, and as always, you guys, just a reminder, you you guys can find me on Ike's Flame, and on Instagram, and um, that sort of thing, and also always just go subscribe, follow, uh, whatever it is to the podcast that helps grow what we're doing here, and as always, uh, we're not doing, I do, uh, we're not doing questions here on the on the podcast but I do do questions on the my Instagram account weekly questions uh Star Wars questions so always love to interact with you guys as well so uh yeah come chat come DM me on ixflame on Instagram and love to chat with you guys you guys have feedback from the podcast to whatever uh Star Wars related life in general uh just love to interact with you guys so um Yeah, thanks for all you guys do as listeners, and it is great to be here for another week of Ike's Flame, and so we're going to dive in, and this week's character is, I think for me, growing up when I did, is one of my favorite characters, and we're going to continue this theme of characters that had a fairly strong connection with Kenobi, and we're gonna talk about uh, that as we continue here in June, and that sort of thing. Is we've already talked about Commander Cody and Qui- Qui-Gon Jin, and so we got another character for you this week. And as always, and I put this in the notes here, there are no Kenobi Show spoilers for this uh, for this podcast for any of the podcasts this month. So if you haven't seen any of the Kenobi Show or you're behind a week don't worry no spoilers you're good to go you can still listen and all all of what we're talking about today is based off of what we know before the kenobi show so no spoilers nothing of that and we're going to make sure that stays out of it and that sort of thing and so don't worry about that so you got you know that now so let's keep listening and uh, dive in. So today, today's character and the theme of the month that we are in here in June is Padme Amidala. So, Padme herself, Anakin's wife, the mother of Luke and Leia. And yeah, I mean, I think today a lot of my podcasts are between 35 and 40 minutes. We're going to probably go 40 minutes. Um, P- Padme's awesome, an awesome character. And I'm gonna probably. I'm not gonna be able to talk about everything I want to talk about today, and also, Padme just has a lot of content in the Star Wars universe, and so, and especially in canon and all that, and so it makes it easy to go about and go around and. I mean, there's there's a lot to talk about if that makes that is what I'm getting at, and so which is not a bad thing, and so but we're gonna dive in, and so as always we're gonna start with the background, kind of who they are, and who Padme is, where she appears in canon, and all that good stuff, and so as I mentioned, uh, Padme is Anakin's wife, the mother of Luke and Leia. Uh, At one point, she is the Queen of Naboo. And she is from Naboo, planet Naboo. And, and then she is a senator later, after she is the queen of Naboo. And the, the one thing you guys may not know, um, you may, is Padme's actual name. Um, her first name is Padme, but uh, is her last name is Nabari. Uh, I may be saying that long, um, but Nabari, uh, Padme Nabari is her uh, name and she changed it f- changes it for political reasons um, just to have more of I think it's kind of the idea of having a stage name so like a stage name as a political person I think is the idea behind it my understanding and if you, if you know more than I do on that I welcome to be corrected there because I could be wrong but her actual name is Padme Nabari and uh, we know her as Padme Amidala, and she is from Naboo, a human female, and so yeah, that's kind of the background and her appearances, uh, so places we see Padme, um, and I'm pretty sure these are all, there may be a couple other books that I'm not going to mention, but the main these are the main places, so we got Phantom Menace, Episode 1, Attack of the Clones, Episode 2, Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3, so the whole prequel trilogy, and then we also see her in Clone Wars, the TV show, and which she has a, very, plays a very significant role in that, and so she's in many episodes, I'm not going to try to list all the episodes, because we'd probably be here all day, She's she just plays a very significant role in the Clone Wars TV show, and is in not every episode, but most episodes, and... Uh, and then the books I want to mention, and these are actually newer books, one actually just came out in November 2020, so I mean, a little less than, I mean, less than a year ago, and that's, so, so yeah, so, but, so Queen's Peril, Queen's Shadow, and Queen's Hope, um, these all, came, Queen's Hope was the one that came out in November, it's past November, and so, yeah, so I've read all these, actually, and they are very good. They give great backstory to who Padme is. They give, yeah, I, I, and, and they're just fun reads. They're easy reads, too. So if you guys are like, hey, I want a Star a book to read that's not super thick and dense and makes you go cross-eyed by how many words are on the page, these are some good reads for you yeah. and that sort of thing. And so... And they're fun books. And I will say they are um, E.K. Johnston, who also wrote the Ahsoka book. Um, I'm pretty sure that's E.K. Johnston. I'm pretty sure that's – I think I'm saying that right. Uh, but she also wrote Ahsoka, and she wrote this uh, the this Padme Trilogy. They are uh, – I will say the Padme Trilogy specifically, I'm pretty sure they are geared towards um, young adult teenage girls. Uh, And so, keep that in mind when you're reading it. Um, I'm a young adult guy, and I still really enjoyed them. I thought they were great. You get a lot of, like I said, you get a lot of Padme's backstory and that sort of thing. So, I would encourage you guys to read them and that sort of thing. I finished up Queen's Hope probably about back in April, I think. And so, I thought it was really good. And, yeah, I'd suggest you guys to read those. And they get in a lot of their backstory and that sort of thing. And I think the one thing that I find the most interesting... These books is it taught the one of the main focuses of these books. I won't give away a whole lot, especially since they're still newer, but is that they there's a big emphasis on Padme's handmaiden. So when she's queen, and if you're not exactly sure what I'm referring to, when in episode one, when she has the other girls around her who are dressed in orange, yeah, orange like flame type, I mean, they're not flames, but orange flame color. Outfits, dresses, like those are her handmaidens, and she has them all throughout. And you see them in all, all three of the trilogy, or all three of the movies in the uh, prequel trilogy. And so that's a big emphasis, and it's just interesting uh, because we don't, we don't learn a whole lot about them in the actual movies, but we get to know a lot more about them in those books. And I I have found that very intriguing and interesting, and that sort of thing. And so. I would recommend those. Those are great reads and that sort of thing. And so with that said, so that's kind of her appearances, where she's at, and her main areas that we see her and learn about who Padme is. And so with that said, we are going to jump down and just, like I said, I could talk. We could be here all day because there's a lot of stuff. But I got, I kind of, I jotted some notes down here and I'm going to hit on a few things. And we're going to run through this. So uh, stick with me and I hope you guys um, enjoy and (laughs) that sort of thing. And so uh, so first off, the first place we really see Padme is when she is queen of Naboo. And she is elected queen. I'm pretty sure she is. How old is she? I want to say she's like 13 or 14. I may be wrong on that. When she is elected Queen of Nobu. Either way, she's really young. Um, and I think that's kind of traditional on Naboo's for young queens. But she's young. Um, she's a young queen. And so I think that's just significant to note. And so she's Queen of Nobu. She's doing that, doing her thing as Queen of Nobu and really starting off her political career as Queen of Nobu. And so, and the one major thing that we see happen and how she gets pulled into this whole Skywalker storyline is, and becomes so integral, is because of the blockade on Naboo. And so, the Trade Federation blockade on Naboo, and there's um, the whole, this whole area of like dealing like i mean they got to deal with starvation and all this stuff on naboo and she's going to the senate to plead their case and she's really we see from the beginning especially with this blockade on naboo that queen amadala um padme amadala is a strong person she is not willing to ba- she's she's not gonna back down from a fight she's gonna she's gonna beat her head on a door if she has to and probably beat that door in uh, to get done what she thinks is right. And I, I think it's a great characteristic about her. She's not willing to step aside for what she believes in. And I think that's awesome. Uh, awesome thing we see in great quality that we see in Padman. I think we really start to see this in uh, her queenship of Naboo. And so, and the other thing we get with this as well is within her queenship. And black and in Abu is just. We also get to see like how, like even from a younger age, how serious she takes her politics and uh, making a difference and in, uh, in the lives of those around her. And she, I think, is such a. I mean, obviously, this is a fictional example, but such a great example of like using the power she has to better the situations of those around her and i don't want to like really get political or anything but i think that's something we don't really see a lot in our real life and whether it's politics or just being whether you're a boss at work or whatever but she just sees this as like hey i have this power and i should steward it I should use it in a way that betters other people around me, betters their situation, and that sort of thing, which I think is awesome. And we see that all throughout her life. And she lives, in a lot of ways, a very selfless life and um, doesn't get a lot in return for it at times. And, but, so yeah, and I think the other th- one thing I'll mention I think it's Queen's Peril. She, uh, the book Queen's Peril, the first one of the Padme trilogy they dive into a lot of the blockade on Naboo, uh, Trade Federation blockade, and so I would, I find that interesting. Kind um, A lot of backstory and some things we don't get in the movie, and so I would recommend, another reason I would recommend reading that is you get some of that. And so, from there, she, we have the blockade, she ends up, uh, she, they figure all that out, a uh, really tough time. And then they go, and she is. She becomes a senator of Naboo, and we um, find out that she was asked by um, asked by Chancellor Palpatine once he gets elected the chancellorship and all that stuff to be the senator of Naboo and that sort of thing. And so we see that she becomes a senator, and the other thing, the next kind of. And this is, like, once she's seen a senator, and this is where we see a lot of it pick up, especially in the tackle Clones, as she becomes, we start to see this relationship between Anakin and Padme start to blossom, start to take off, start to really hit the ground, and that sort of thing, and start to see them actually uh, fall in love with each other. And so... Which is crucial to the whole Skywalker story. It's what makes the Skywalker story works in a lot of ways. And the Star Wars stories. As we know it work. And so. But. So. She sets a fall for Padme. And we get to see this. Throughout. Starting in technical Lens, Throughout the Clone Wars TV show. And. Obviously the culmination of all that. And result of all that. And Revenge of the Sith. And so. I think Her. Marriage to Anakin is very interesting, and this is where I want us to like start to like um, talk about Kenobi and how like she relates to Kenobi. Like Obi Wan knew that Anakin and Padme were good friends, and that kind of automatically went to uh, Anna, or Padme and Kenobi being good friends and that sort of thing. And so, I think that is just significant to know. Like they. Panmei and Kenobi had a good working relationship. And they had nothing against each other. For the most part, I think they liked each other. Um, Just as good people. They thought each other were good people. And so, I mean, they worked well together, and we see them work together many occasions, especially in uh, the Clone Wars TV show and that sort of thing. But, so I think that's like that. And I also wonder a little bit if this comes from going back to. Like the blockade on Naboo and all that stuff. When Kenobi was a Padawan with Qui-Gon, and going to do the uh, negotiations and that sort of thing, and then fighting Maul and all that that happened on Naboo. Like, she, Kenobi kind of got a front seat to seeing who Padme was as queen, in a way that, I mean, that would have been the only way as a Jedi he would have been able to see, get a front seat to see, the character and. How how determined Padme was, the Queen of Naboo was to do the right thing. And so I think that probably gives some respect to, um, gives Kenobi respect for Padme because he's seen that even as at the end of his, um, him being a Padawan and that sort of thing. And so I think that's just important to know is like that probably started back then and especially with. The love interest between Anakin and Padme, and Kenobi doesn't know it's a love interest, but doesn't realize that there's a strong connection that just builds that, and that sort of thing. And then, at the end of Attack of the Clones, you guys know Anakin and Padme get married, and keep it a secret. I think this is like one of the I find this really interesting with Padme. Like, if you stop and think about what all Padme does up to this, all Padme does after that point, besides her marriage with Anakin, like, her marriage with Anakin seems out of character in a lot of ways for her. And kind of selfish in some ways. I mean, but because she knows there's consequences to it. Like, she knows that Anakin's not supposed to be married. She knows... Because he's a Jedi and all this. And so it's just interesting to see that and that sort of thing. And so I just find that interesting. And yeah, so I think, yeah, that's like, I think that like, it seems a little bit out of characteristic for Padme. And which I'm not saying like, what, I mean, not what she did wrong exactly, but it, it's like, It just seems different than what she we see Padme do the rest of the time, and so I think it's it's just interesting to know and interesting to realize that, and like, yeah, I don't know, not sure where I'm going with that exactly, but I think it's just good to know. Like, it does seem a little out of characteristic for that, and so I want to next I want to jump to. I want to jump to we're gonna jump to, Ahsoka. And Ahsoka and Padme's relationship, and I think all throughout the Clone Wars TV show, we see that Ahsoka and Padme have a really good relationship. I don't know if it's almost like a, I don't know, because I mean, because Anakin's Ahsoka's master, and Padme's around a lot, and Ahsoka doesn't know that they're married, but Ahsoka does realize that. They're close friends and that sort of thing. And I mean, I think for Ahsoka, Ahsoka's like... I mean, that's Ahsoka's go-to senator. Kind of like Kenobi and that sort of thing. But I just find it interesting. But just either... At first I was going to say it's almost like a sister relationship, but I don't think that's right. I think it's more like a mother-daughter relationship that Ahsoka has with Padme. So, like, Padme being... The mother, Ahsoka being the daughter, and that like type of relationship, I think, and like just to see like, there's a lot of ways that Ahsoka is mentored, not by Anakin, not just by Anakin, but by Padme as well, especially when it comes to politics and that sort of thing, and I think of different missions they go on. I know, I'm not sure what the planet was, what the world was, but I know Padme takes Ahsoka. On a secret mission to a separator's world, and she gets to learn all, Ahsoka learned a lot from Padme there, and that sort of thing. And so, and, and I think there's some other examples like that. And so, we get to see like Ahsoka is kind of Padme's mentee, which is, which is fun to see and kind of see that connection, that circle that is built between like Kenobi, Ahsoka, Anakin, Padme. And that group, and knowing that that is there, and that sort of thing. And I think the other thing that does, and kind of fast forwarding into the rebellion and all this, and we see Ahsoka and rebels and all that. Ahsoka, through Padme, has built a relationship with Bail Organa, which I'll talk about Bail a little bit later. But that sets up that relationship and that sort of thing. And so I think it's just cool to see that relationship and that sort of thing. And we're going to talk about. One last Ahsoka thing here in a minute, Um, but we're going to take a short pause, so we'll be right back with you. Alrighty, we're back with you. And the last Ahsoka thing we're going to talk about here is Ahsoka Tano's trial. So when Ahsoka Tano if you guys don't know, in the Clone Wars TV show in season at the, no, at the end of season five, uh, Ahsoka Tano is put on trial for attacking the Jedi and all this sorts of craziness, and with that she's going to be accused of being guilty and Padme is is that the defendant? It? It's on Ahsoka's side, I don't know court stuff very well I think it's her defendant i don't know what it is but uh han is defending soka uh in this trial even though it seems to be against all odds and soka's eventually proven not guilty and gets her rank is offered her rank back into the jedi order and all that good stuff and but i think it's interesting to see like cuz we've t- i talked about that mother daughter relationship and anakin in this series, sequence, we see Anakin's like, how much Anakin cares about Ahsoka, and how much Padme is willing to do for Ahsoka, not because she cares about her, but also because she knows Anakin cares about her. And so I think it's just interesting, and like, that is like, and I think Ahsoka's trial is the epitome of who Padme is. Ahsoka is being a falsely accused. But it looks like she is being rightly accused. Everything is pointing towards her being accused, doing the, from the output side perspective, she is the one that has done wrong and all of this. And she's being accused of an attack on the Jedi temple, a bombing and other series of things as well against the Jedi and the Republic and against like, I mean, like without Padme and Anakin, there's no way she would have been proven innocent, and so I think it's just interesting to see that. And like, this is epitome of Padme is like I was saying, she is she knew Aunt Soka was innocent. She was fighting to do that against all odds, being selfless, going out of her way to do something for someone else, even though it's someone she cared about. It's still very selfless. And honestly, it could have put her in a bad position, I wonder, as well, if Suka would have been ended up being found guilty, and then Padme kind of looks like she was on the wrong side against the Republic and taking relationships before the public and the Jedi and all this stuff. So, I mean, honestly, it could have looked... Eventually could have looked bad on Padme. Chance of it. Not saying it for sure would have, but there's there is a significant chance that could have been the case, and so I think it just that characterizes Padme's Padme's character, and char- character as in who Padme is as a person, and that sort of thing. And so I just I I wanted to bring that up specifically, and I know it's in Clone Wars TV show and not in the prequels, but it's a significant moment, I think. She realized who Padme was, and she kind of played a background role, honestly, in some of that as well, because Anakin took the lead, but she was still doing what she could, even though she wasn't in the front, and that sort of thing. And so, I think it's just just good enough, interesting. And so, I want to now transition to end of Padme's life, end of the Republic, end of the Jedi moving towards order 66 and all this stuff and with that we have this interaction between kenobi and padme after kenobi finds out with what anakin has done kenobi goes to padme's apartment on coruscant and tells padme that he's turned to the dark side she doesn't believe him Kenobi realizes Anakin's the father at this moment of Padme's child, and all the secrets are out in the open. Padme is very distraught. She decides to go see him, and I think Padme realizes that this is—I think this is interesting because Kenobi trusts Padme enough to go to hit her. Padme trusts Kenobi enough to want be worried about Anakin. Uh, on a whole nother level besides the jedi temple being destroyed or being attacked and all this stuff going on and i think this is significant because kenobi doesn't have a super high view of senators i think i don't think it's in episode two he's like well i don't trust too many senators i don't know i'm not sure exactly what he says but we see that padme has a has Kenobi's respect and we talked about that a little bit earlier and that sort of thing and so Kenobi finds out that his father and they go to Padme goes to Mustafar to find Anakin and Kenobi sneaks on board and and that sort of thing I just think it's interesting like Padme goes to Mustafar to help Anakin and Anakin doesn't want her help and I gotta think like, as Padme, that is so crushing. Like the this idea that like this person that I care about that I know that is, that trusts me is refusing my help, refusing to even acknowledge what I'm saying. Cause I think Anakin at that point was so dead set or Darth Vader, Lord Vader at that point was so dead set on his empire, his rule, saving Padme from death and all of this, and he was blind to what Padme was trying to help help do. And I think it's one of those things that like Padme lived out this selflessness, this wanting good for others all the way till the end and that sort of thing. And I think she eventually realizes that Kenobi's doing the right thing. And obviously Padme's injured and all that good stuff and is I assume it's, like, blacked out after Anakin chokes her and all that. But I think Padme realizes Kenobi did the right thing and trusts Kenobi. And, like, even, all the, even at the end, Padme doesn't give her loyalties necessarily to Anakin or Lord Vader, but to good, to the light side and all of this. And, like, I, Padme dies, but I, sometimes I wonder, like what would happen like what 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 role would Padme have played in not just being Luke and Leia's mother, but within the rebellion and that sort of thing. Like and I think this is like where it goes back to like Padme's relationship with Bale Organa, with Kenobi, with it carries so much weight when it goes into the original trilogy and how Luke and Leia are raised, how the rebellion has started and that sort of thing because Bale and Kenobi know who Luke and Leia could be could become. Obviously there's the force sensitive through Anakin and that sort of thing. But also just the qualities that Padme had and the relationship that they had. And I think it's just interest that 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 scenario is interesting. Like sometimes I I wonder and ask the question, like who would Padme? What role would have Padme played in the rebellion with Yama and Mon Mothma, and her kids, Luke and Leia eventually, and all that, if she wasn't killed, and for obvious reasons she had to be killed off because she wasn't in the. She was a huge character to not. Somehow, to somehow just disappear in the original trilogy and as they did the prequels and that sort of thing. But it just I just wonder that like it would be very interesting to kind of thinking outside the box and that sort of thing. And so I think that's interesting. like I mentioned, she had that relationship with Beryl Ghana, with Mon Mothma, and which carried over into the rebellion and how Leia and Luke were treated, and especially Leia, As a main leader of the rebellion and that sort of thing. But I also think it's like we see, and as I mentioned, we see the characteristics of Padme and Luke and Leia. Like they want good, they want to see the good. And I think the one line that I find so interesting is. And I mean this had to be intentional, but right before Leia die or uh, I'm getting my Padme dies, she tells Kenobi there's still good in him, there's still good in Anakin and that sort of thing. And we see Luke is convinced of this that they're still good in Vader and his father up to the end and realizes it and brings him back to the light and all of this. And so I think it's like just that like we see like Luke even though Luke didn't know his mother well, and I know that's <laughs> that's a little bit of a contentious point, how that was done in the original trilogy versus the prequels and all that stuff. But to say the least, Luke didn't know Padme well and was maybe told stories of who his mother was and that sort of thing. But we do see there's this like, there's this care, there's this selflessness in Luke and this desire to realize like there's still good in Anakin. There's still good in Darth Vader and that he can be turned and which eventually happens. And I think it's I I I think when I watch Revenge of the Sith and I hear her say that line, it's always like, uh there is good in him. Like, why can't he recognize that now? And obviously we wouldn't have <laughs> the original trilogy wouldn't be what it would with if Darth Vader wasn't Darth Vader, but it's still like when you take the Star Wars Story as a whole, especially the Skywalker story, it's like uh, it just makes you wonder, and there's a lot of wondering points. I think especially around Padme, a lot of what ifs, and I know you guys, if you, some of you guys might also be Marvel type Marvel fans and that sort of thing. I always wondered, like I always thought, like if Padme didn't die um or if Anakin didn't turn to the dark side like those could be two great what if episodes if they ever did like a Star Wars what if like they did for Marvel um on Disney plus and so I just always I'd it'd be fun it'd be interesting but I just always do wonder that's like what if what there's a lot of what ifs there and and as we come to kind of towards the end here, is like Padme dies. She has the funeral on Naboo and all this is transition and Luke and Leia are hidden. Leia goes with Barrel Organa and Luke goes back to his family and Kenobi-Wan Kenobi, Obi watches over him until the time is right and all this stuff. And I just, I wonder, like, I, I, I wondered with, like, George Lucas, like, so, did George Lucas, when she, he was creating the character of Padme, did he take Luke, he's like, okay, I got Luke and Leia, it's top of a whiteboard, what are all the character, good characteristics they have, and, like, combining them into this person below that was going to be their mother, and, I like, I was wondering, like, this is, like, I don't know, I just imagine that's how how George Lucas came up with Padme for the prequels, that character and that sort of thing. But I just find it interesting that like, I mean, that, that's one thing I do think George Lucas did a great job on is the creation of and Padme and uh, Eric and Luke and Leia's mother is like, he did an excellent job on creating, at creating who Padme was in the prequels. And Making it make sense for who Luke and Leia were in the original trilogy, in the rebellion, in defeating the Empire, and all this, and even like into the sequel trilogy, like just who we see them be their whole lives, and that sort of thing is like, especially Leia and that sort of thing, and even in the New Republic, is Leia is the. Still, the politician, and she definitely got that from her mom. Is this ability to be a great politician and care about others and do mercy missions and all this stuff? And it's just interesting to see all that. And but yeah, so let me know. So that's why I want to end today. Is I want to end with this idea that Padme always knew there was still good in Anakin. Padme always hoped for the best. Padme was selfless. She was willing to fight for the others and she lived her life to make those better around her. And, uh, I know this might be a little weird for the end of a star Wars adventure podcast type thing, but I want to think like with Padme, like who she was as a character and like, I haven't, I have a, a, I affiliate a big part of star Wars two prequel trilogy. Cause that's what I grew up. Um, I was born in 1997, so I was young when the prequels came out, but the, still, that's kind of like, for me, it was like who, uh, like Star Wars and like what I grew up on a lot and that sort of thing. And so I kind of have this affinity. But Padme, she lived such a selfless life and she had power and she used it to better others' lives, to make. Others' lives, Other people's lives better. And not many people in power do that. And for many reasons. Whether they're power hungry. Whether they just want their own thing. And to go home after work. Whether it's your boss. and Be able to do his own thing. Or you do your own thing as a boss. And not have to deal with other people. But I want to encourage you guys. And off of a fictional character. Off of Padme. If you have the influence and the power. And all of us do to some degree. In somebody's life around us. Like make that person's life better or certain people's lives better because i think i mean that i believe that's what we're supposed to be doing as humans and uh, i personally believe that with what my morals and what i believe and that sort of thing but i just think it's better when we can make the other, make others people's lives around us better. And so I just encourage you guys to do that and think about that a little bit. Take this week as a challenge. Uh, I'm not going to do this every week, but uh, and this was kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing, but I think it's a worthwhile thing to do and think about a little bit. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this week. Uh, Padme, awesome character. Lo- I love diving into this. Um, like I said, I could have... Probably I could probably talk for another hour on Padme, and we would—I mean, we would have dove, dove into all sorts of things and so. Like I said, I would encourage you guys to check out. Um, if you guys haven't seen Clone Wars TV show, check that out. We get to see a lot more Padme in that. I'll be honest with you. There's some episodes in Clone Wars TV show that are very much made for young kids, and that is what it is. But there are also some episodes that, I don't care how old you are, it'll get you going and you'll be excited about it. And you may even shed a tear or two while you're watching it and uh, you learn a lot about Star Wars and that. So I'd encourage you guys to check that out. And also, check out E.K. Johnston's Padme trilogy, book, a trilogy of books, um, Queen's Peril, Queen's Shadow, and Queen's Hope and they're great books to learn more about Padme and kind of some of the background of what made Padme Padme and so I encourage you to check those out as well and so as always uh, subscribe to the podcast, help us grow and help us continue to do what we do here on Ice Flame and also go check us out on Instagram as well at Ike's Flame and, and if you guys ever just want to get in contact, want to Talk about something from the show or whatever, DM me at IceFlame, or even email me at ikesflame at gmail.com. And also, I just want to note this and let you guys know, I also have a website, um, a pod page, IceFlame website, and so um, for the podcast as well, so if you guys want to check that out, that you guys can find that. As well. And I'm pretty sure the link is in my bio on Instagram if you want to check that out. So, uh, awesome stuff this week. Glad to be with you again this week. And we got another fun character next week in relation to Kenobi. And uh, that is kind of fun. So, next week's going to be Kenobi's arch rival that isn't Maul. Uh, that'll, that'll be the clue I give you for this week. But it's going to be fun next week as well. And so, Come back next week, hopefully, and join us again for another Star Adventure. And thanks for joining us today on Ike's Flame. And as we always like to say here on Ike's Flame, light the fire. Have a great week.